Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. Back from the All-Star break, your Golden State Warriors beat the Portland Trailblazers 132-95. That feels good. The Warriors started off slow. Felt like they were shaking off some All-Star break rust. And the Blazers, a young team, energetic team. They came out firing with a lot of just fast-paced basketball. And I think it kind of caught the, the Warriors off guard. But like any good team, any veteran team, they kind of just picked it up <laughs> as they went along. And the Warriors ran away with this one. And it's great to see that eight Warriors scored in double figures. Gary Payton, the second, hit a three towards the end of the game to get 10 points and he became the eighth player but that's impressive right that's what you want to see hopefully this means that the guys are rested focused for this final playoff push blazers are not a good team they're a good offensive team they're not the best defensive team so the averages played out and the warriors just overwhelmed them wiggins had 10 looney had 10 steph had 18 plus 14 assists. Clay Thompson had 18 on 6 of 11 overall and 4 for 7 from 3. Peyton had 10. Jonathan Kaminga, he had 17 on 3 of 7 shooting, 1 for 2 from 3. Also, he was 10 for 12 from the free throw line. I'll get to more of that later. Otto Porter Jr. had 10 points on 4 of 6 from the field. And Jordan Poole, 15 points, 5 for 10 and three for three from the line. That's great. You want to see that. You want to see these guys coming back from the break, energized, rested, and ready to go. Jonathan Kamenga, he looked good out there. He had eight boards, you know, rebounding had been one of his issues, and it seems like he's really made that a part of his game. The 10 for 12 from the line thing, if you've listened to me all season long, I've talked about how the Warriors need somebody to get to the free throw line because traditionally if you don't include KD for those few years they haven't really had anybody who could just go get a bucket or go to the line get an easy two points Jordan Poole can do that but as we've seen sometimes he doesn't get those calls he doesn't force the contact and his style of driving and getting to the bucket is obviously very different from Kaminga's Kaminga is going to live at the line for his whole career because of his physicality, because of how he plays, because of his attacking, because of his post moves, because of his pump fakes, all that stuff. And all those things are going to improve. So as long as he can hit his free throws, that is going to be key. 10 for 12 is crazy. I think he had 10 free throws total at halftime and he was 8 for 10. So he only had two after the break, but still... Overall, that is solid because, of course, that gets the other team in foul trouble. It gets them into the bonus sooner, so you get more free throws throughout the game. And that's just a great weapon to have, period. His stroke looks very, very solid. He goes up there, takes a couple of dribbles, and just shoots the shot. Doesn't look like he's overthinking it. Doesn't look like he has to go through some crazy routine. He just shoots it. That bodes well. For a guy who is, what, 19 years old, 19 and a half, maybe, not even, you know, (laughs) he'll be 19 and a half, probably, I think in April. So 
the guy is young and to be this good and to be this talented and to develop this much in this system is, as I've said the whole season, really, really promising. And, you know, to take a step back and look at the beginning of the season and think about what the goals were and what we wanted for the Warriors at this point, you know, towards the end, towards the stretch run, you wanted the health, you wanted to be up in the standings, and you also wanted the new guys, the rookies, the free agents to be acclimated to the Warriors system, culture, and playing in big games. And let's face facts, playing in big games is something that they actually have to experience to really, really know it and feel it. You can only kind of simulate that during the season in some of these, you know, marquee games, like when the Warriors played the Suns, played the Nets, etc. So it feels like they're getting there. And hopefully there won't be too many lulls the rest of the way. Obviously, we all know it depends on Draymond Green getting back. And for now, all signs point towards that happening without any major issues. It just might not be right away. And then waiting on Iguodala to come back. And it seems like he is working his way slowly but surely. And then James Wiseman talk is out there that he's ramping up for the beginning of March, potentially March 1st. That's not set in stone. So when he's ready, he's ready. Just like when Clay was ready, nothing was set in stone until he was absolutely confident that he wanted to go, that the medical staff and the coaches and the organization, that they were confident it was the right time. So same for Wiseman. If it's March 1st, great. If it's March 8th, fine. And for all intents and purposes, it looks like they will be whole at some point this season. Fingers crossed nothing goes wrong. And in terms of James Wiseman, <laughs> I don't know if you realize, but Jonathan Kaminga has already played nine more games than James Wiseman, including this game. I believe that's 48 games for Jonathan Kaminga to 39 games for James Wiseman last season. So nine games and... You know, look how far Kaminga has come. And to me, that's a good sign because, listen, like if Wiseman and Kaminga switched places, like switched years and everything, and Wiseman was able to be brought along the way Kaminga has been this season, then he'd be in a similar spot, you know, in terms of development and earning his minutes, etc. So as long as Wiseman stays healthy... I believe that he could still be that player with that talent that we saw throughout last season and reach his potential. You know, again, like I've said, like I talked with Aram in the last episode about you just need Wiseman to do some basic things from here on out. If he can give you a little bit more consistently without making mistakes, without fouling, whatever, then great. But there's a handful of things that the Warriors need from him in certain situations and certain matchups. And I have full confidence that he could do that. You know, you don't need somebody to become like David Robinson from the day he gets back. If he can magically give you some of that, great. But the Warriors don't need that right now. They need somebody to be seven feet tall, to rebound, block shots, be in the dunker spot, you know, provide that vertical threat 
and set good screens, all those things. If he can do all that stuff, fantastic. Again, the kid has a long way to go, but he's only 20. And as long as his body holds up and his knee, his meniscus is healed, I'm looking forward to that. Another thing about Jonathan Kaminga is it's great to see him guard Anthony Simons. I mean, he basically guards the best wing player on each team. I mean, I guess he actually guards sometimes the best player on the other team in terms of whoever's on the court. Obviously, he doesn't start. Wiggins starts out guarding the best perimeter player. But, you know, we've seen Kaminga guard Chris Paul, DeMar DeRozan, you know, Anthony Simons, who's a good young player who I really like. And actually, as as an aside, you know, seeing him earlier in the season, I was like, oh, wow, he is good enough to replace CJ McCollum and good on the Blazers for pulling the trigger on something. The direction they're going, who knows? But Kaminga, putting him on these young guys, getting him used to guarding these quick scoring guards is going to be really important because he's learning how to guard them. He's learning to move his feet. He's learning how not to foul. And again, he's producing. So that's going to come in very handy in the playoffs. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Jonathan Kaminga, he's the one that you wanted to see really, really get ready for prime time. And he's there. You know, Steve Kerr has said that he is going to be in the playoff rotation and he needs to be. You know, he's built for the bright lights. He's built for those big moments. He's not afraid of those things. You can tell. So the words are on track, you know, it's all about peaking at the right time. And if you look at the squad and you look at some of their guys and how they've been improving and developing, you can see it potentially working out where everybody gets healthy enough right at the right time. Clay gets into a groove. Draymond Wiseman fits into his role. Kaminga gets more and more polished. Andre gets back on the court to give minutes here and there and the playoffs start, you know, wouldn't that be something? I mean, that'd be ideal, wouldn't it? But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You take a one game at a time at this point, And uh, tonight was one notch out of 23 games remaining in the win column. The Phoenix Suns also won in their first 
game back from the All-Star break. So they are still six and a half up on the Warriors. Again, that is a very, very large amount of games to overcome. And I don't think that's going to happen, but it's worth keeping an eye on. But more importantly, the Memphis Grizzlies lost. So the Warriors are up on the Grizz by two and a half games. Good. You know, you do want that second spot if you can get it. The Grizz lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves, our good friends. And surprisingly, it was D'Angelo Russell who went off in the fourth quarter that really <laughs> put them over the top. So thank you, former Golden State Warrior D'Angelo Russell and uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, in a weird way, the gift that keeps on giving. The Warriors don't play again until Sunday, February 27th. They play at home against Dallas. And then on Tuesday, they go to Minnesota. Then they go to Dallas, see the Mavericks again. And then they see the Lakers in Denver. So this was a good, very solid game for the Warriors to have moving forward. Anyway, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to check out our new YouTube channel. You can listen to these episodes on your regular platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, whatever. But I'm also posting these on YouTube just to give another option for people to listen to. Check it out and get a chance. So that link is in the show notes. So please do check it out and subscribe. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and say nice stuff about the show in a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely helpful and appreciated. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.